Welcome to the Chasing Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Each episode is full of heartfelt and expansive content that will really help you expand your consciousness and grow as a person. I created this podcast because I wanted to share my own personal experiences on my spiritual journey, but I also wanted to meet others and have them share what they've been through and how they've gotten to where they are today. If you haven't done so already, it would really mean a lot to me if you could rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people, but it also allows me to get more guests on the show. Now on to today's topic. Hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Chasing Spirituality. I am your host, Megan, and today I'm actually feeling a bit under the weather. I went on vacation um, over the weekend and at the beginning of this week, and I came back with the vacation crud. So I'm fine. It's it's nothing serious. It's It's just a virus, some kind of cold. It's going to run its course. Um... I had a fever yesterday, and that was pretty much the worst of it. I'm feeling a lot better today, but I'm still isolating and staying away from people just because I don't want to chance giving this mess to anyone else. So I was actually afraid that I wasn't going to be able to record an episode for this week because since it's been so busy with me being out of town and and then this happening, I had not prepared an episode yet, and... I was thinking I was going to have to do like a rerun episode. I went through some recordings to see if there was anything that I hadn't published yet. And I did find an episode talking about my guide Zion and kind of explaining how I started to work with Zion. And I thought about publishing that. Instead, um, I realized that my voice is back and my throat doesn't hurt. So I'm going to release the episode where I talk about what happened when I went on that ancestral past life regression. So I'm going to try my best to make it through this episode without sniffing and um, just going to try to make it through this episode. Um, There might be lots of pauses to give me a chance to kind of clear my throat, blow my nose, whatever I need to do. And so I apologize But this is going to be the episode where I share what actually happened when I had that past life experience. So back in July, I released an episode. It was episode 127, Healing Through Our Ancestors, where I was spontaneously taken on a journey to witness the life of one of my ancestors. I was able to experience and relive the trauma that they experienced and I didn't really share the story of exactly what happened but I did kind of share an overview of what I learned and what that experience was like for me so if you haven't listened to that episode I recommend you go back and listen to that either before or after this one at some point it doesn't really matter when but I do want to start off by saying trigger warning This episode is going to have things in it that may trigger you. It has violence. It has sexual trauma, sexual abuse. It 
it's it's not going to be super deep and vivid just because I experienced things more of a as if I was watching it versus uh reliving it um maybe a little bit more intensely than just watching it but it definitely there was a detachment to it if you've ever done a past life regression then you'll know what I'm talking about it's like you're able to relive the experiences that happened to you in your past life but you also have a little bit of a detachment to it so that it's not so overwhelming for you to relive this and it makes it more makes you feel more safe to be able to go deeper into some very traumatic things that you may have experienced in other lifetimes. So it's very much like that if you've ever had any kind of past life regression or maybe even an Akashic Records regression where you were able to go back and view lifetimes. is very, very similar to that. And I also thought that this would just be the perfect time to talk about these kind of connections. And I talk about this more in an, like in that ancestral healing episode. So definitely go back and listen to that if you want more context on how you can heal your current incarnation through tapping into your ancestors. Go back and listen to that episode because I talk about that a lot more there. But we do carry our ancestors' history in our DNA. We carry that with us in this lifetime. And so if there are things that they experienced and they've gone through, we carry the impressions of that in our blood. So it's very important to connect to your ancestors and to work through um, their past, their traumas, the things that they need to heal, the things that they didn't get to talk about, the things that they didn't get to um, share with others. These things are very, very important, not only for their healing, but for ours as well, because they are part of us. And so the month of October is an amazing time for you to do ancestor work throughout many cultures, many religions, many different uh, backgrounds and places. People used this time of year to connect to their loved ones on the other side, to connect to their bloodline, to connect to their ancestors. That's you know, that peaks at Samhain or Halloween. So this month is a great month to do this type of work. If you've been called to work with your ancestors or you just feel like they're calling you, they're wanting you to reach out, they're wanting you to connect them, this is for a reason. This is the perfect time to set up some kind of system, some kind of ritual, some kind of ceremony for you to connect to them on a more profound level. I have an ancestor altar that I keep up year round, but I definitely devote more time to it around this time of year. So keep that in mind as you listen to this episode. If you go back and listen to that other episode, if you haven't already, just really think about that and see what are you being called to do? Are you feeling called to put up some kind of altar? Are you being called to set aside some kind of time to where you can honor the ancestors, where you can honor the dead of your family? Are you being called to visit a memorial or a cemetery or something like that? Whatever you decide to do, whatever resonates with you, whatever feels right to you should be what you do. You know, you're going to remember your ancestors in your own way and you don't actually have to know much about your blood and where you came from in order to do this. The connection is there whether you know a lot about it or not. Because for me, I don't 
really talk to people that I'm blood related to. There's very few people in my life that I associate with that are blood related to me. And that's just the way my life is now. So I don't really know a lot about my family, to be honest. Um, I know a little bit about where I came from just because of um, ancestry DNA and things like that. But I don't have a lot of stories. I don't have a lot of um, things passed down to me for me to be able to remember them. And that's okay. If that's where you're at, you don't need specifics. The connection is there, whether you know the story, whether you know the history or not. Okay, so this will be the last time that I give you the trigger warning. If you're disturbed by hearing about violence and sexual abuse and things like that, this may not be the episode for you. So I'm going to go on through the story and I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. So this is your last warning. I brought up my journal because after I had this experience, I wrote down everything that happened because I wanted to make sure that I could recall all the details. And so I still remember what happened, but, you know, as time goes on, sometimes you lose bits and pieces of it. And I wanted to make sure that that didn't happen. So as I go through this episode, I'm going to read from my journal and then I'll make comments in addition to what I wrote down. So the Archangel Haniel stood behind me and put her hands on my shoulders. She invited me to look into my ancestors and something that I can release for them. Now this was the first time that I had connected to Archangel Haniel on this deep level. I've always been drawn to her and I've worked with her a little bit here and there, but this was the first time that I ever actually saw her. This is the first time that I ever worked with her on, on something so, so deep. And it was very, very interesting. And I can't remember if I shared this in my last episode or not about what she looked like, but I'll go ahead and share it again, even if I shared it last time. But I saw at first when I looked at her, it was more of like, just like an outline, like a shadowy silhouette. And she was very, very curvy. And then it was like a light was illuminating parts of her features. The more and more I would focus on, on her face, the more and more I could see her face. And so I noticed that her skin was very dark. It was like a, a dark chocolate brown color. Her eyes were very wide. Um, they were spaced apart pretty far. And while they were kind of almond shaped, they were, it was like they were stretched out. They were very long. Her nose was very wide set. Her lips and her mouth was very wide set as well. And, and her lips were very full. She had this dark, dark black wavy, wavy hair. And she was just, she was beautiful. And the more I stared at her, the more, the more I could see her instead of her looking more shadowy. Um, it was like the more I looked at her, the more and more I could see of her. And eventually her form started to change and she basically changed into the exact opposite. So like I mentioned, she was 
all of her features were very full and very narrow and very dark, she then started to morph and change into the opposite. So she became very, very thin. Her features became very, very straight and pointed. And um, her hair was white, white. Her eyes were were crystal, crystal blue. Her skin was so white, it was almost translucent. Almost had like a blue undertone to it. And so I don't really know exactly why that happened other than to, to me it represented balance. It represented the balance of the two polarities that I was seeing. Um, and I just thought it was really interesting how vividly I could see her because it's not, for me, when I work with the angels, I don't typically see them. I, I don't know why I don't see them, but I just, I can feel them. I can hear them. I can sense them, but I don't see them because to me, the angels, why would I see them in a physical humanoid form when they're not human so I thought it was very interesting that I actually got to see Archangel Haniel in not only one form but two forms so as she was standing behind me she invited me to go backwards into an ancestor's lifetime and so there was a door that appeared in place of her and she kind of held out her hand to me and beckoned me to go in through the door and this door definitely came up behind me even though I had my eyes closed and I was meditating I'm sure that most of you when you see things visually it's like still in front of you it's like in your mind's eye and it feels like it's like you're seeing it in front of you where your eyes are and this was very different because this was truly behind me. Like I could feel the door and sense that it was to the back of me. And it was like throughout this experience, there was always these pauses in between what she was showing me. It was like she was giving me permission to think about it, to think about whether I wanted to continue to move forward or if at any point I wanted to stop, I wasn't comfortable, I could. So as the door appears, she just kind of stops and waits. And she's like, this is the door in which you can go through to access the, those that ancestor past life that needs to be released. And after I made the decision to go through the door, that's when we would move forward through the door. It didn't, it wasn't that I needed to talk back to her. It was... Um, I guess it was more telepathic, like she knew once I had made a decision, it was okay to move forward. And so she told me that this is where I can uh, access my ancestors. And it was a beautiful, beautiful meadow full of hills and yellow flowers. And what I found interesting about this place is this is actually a place that I've been to. It's a place that I mean, not physically, but this is a place that I go to a lot in meditation. I see this place all the time. So then she points into the distance at the top of a hill, and she said that that is where my ancestors are, and that's where we need to go. And so again, there was this pause as I was taking that in, as I was reflecting on what she was saying. And as soon as I made the decision that I was ready to go to the top of the hill, Instead of us having to walk that far, we just teleported to that location. 
at the top, there were, this is going to sound really weird, um, but at the top of the hill, there were desks. So it was like there was a, um, a pathway made for me to walk through, but on either side of that pathway, there were these desks, like old school, sitting in a classroom desks. And there were people sitting in the desks, and it looked like they were writing um, or, like, working at the desks. But I couldn't really tell exactly who they were or what they were doing. It was almost like they were shadowed, like they were blocked from my view. And I noticed when I would try to pay more attention to the people in the desks and, like, what they were doing, my attention was redirected and it did feel very very familiar to me but like I said when I would try to figure out why it felt familiar or what was going on my attention was redirected so Haniel took my attention and redirected it forward down the end of that pathway and there was this large mirror and it was just it was a huge huge mirror it had a golden frame with intricate patterns but the mirror looked like a portal like instead of it being um a a traditional mirror like the glass it was like it was energy it was wavy and it was moving and she asked if I wanted to go back and see a memory that I could release When I said yes, we jumped through the mirror, and that's when I was taken back into an ancestor's past lifetime. So I wrote down that we jumped through the mirror, and I was in a desert. It was like mud instead of sand. Um, There was a small tent with homes or small tent homes, like a smaller village, and we were about to be raided. Men were coming to kill and rape and torture us. My older sister was yanked up by a man on a horse. We screamed and screamed, and then I was yanked up by someone else. I'm maybe four to six years old, and she's maybe eight to twelve years old. We are thrown into a jail And one of the men come back and slam me into the wall and hit my head. So this part all happened really, really quickly. And so like I mentioned earlier, it's almost like I'm watching this replay. And it's kind of like it's replaying in like fast forward motion. So what I remember is I'm looking around and it it definitely looks like like a smaller village. There's these these little tent homes that are kind of spread out throughout the area. And we are all running around crazy because we know that we're being raided. We can hear since we were alerted of the people coming from the east. They're coming in and they're they're about to come in and raid our lands. And, and we know that we're out of time basically there's nothing that we can do and so we're running around frantically and then it fast forwards to okay they're there now they're there the 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 men who are here to raid us are here my sister gets snatched up I see her and I start screaming she starts screaming he's 
riding away with her on a horse. There's nothing I can do. I can't outrun a horse. I'm, I'm five years old, you know, like I'm just terrified. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. She's screaming at the top of her lungs. We're starting to become separated. We don't know what to do. And then all of a sudden I get snatched up as well. And I'm riding along after her with someone else who just snatched me up. And we know that we know that things are not going to turn out for the best. You know, we're terrified. We know that this is our enemy, that they mean us harm. Then it fast forwards to us being thrown in this jail. And all I really remember about the jail is it's just stone walls. Um, there's nothing really in there. It's a very, very, very small room that we're just thrown into. It's dark, it's wet, it's clammy. And one of the men come back to the jail and that's when he picks me up and slams me against the wall and I hit my head. And I do remember that I hit my head pretty badly. I was bleeding. I was very disoriented. Um, it knocked the breath out of me. It was not just, you know, an easy, an easy hit. Like it was very, very, very hard. And then he grabs my sister and he pins her against the wall in front of me and he rapes her. He throws her back in the jail with me and she dies from what I believe to be blood loss. At that point, I was sold and I became a slave for a while. Eventually, I married with lots of kids, but the marriage was not out of love. I was basically sold into marriage. And I never told anyone this, this ancestor that I was connected to, um, this past life, never told anyone. There were no other witnesses to what happened to me and my sister. And this was the pain. This was the trauma that, that I, that this ancestor died with not getting to tell anyone what happened, not getting to speak about what happened to my sister, the trouble, the pain, the suffering that we endured, not getting to tell anyone about it. This was what I needed to release. This is the ancestral healing that needed to take place to be able to clear this from from my bloodline. And I say I because I do feel like even though this is an ancestral past life, this is a past life that I am also personally connected to. And that was a burden that we carried. We carried that to, to our death. We never got to release that, that pain and sorrow because we kept it inside. We kept it inside out of fear, out of shame, out of guilt. There were so many things. Why couldn't that have been me? Why did that have to happen to her? Why couldn't I have been the one to die instead? 
in the fear of what if I tell someone and they don't believe me? What if I tell someone and it happens again? Just so many things. And so at the end, um, I acknowledged this pain of, of my ancestors. I acknowledged this suffering. And I told her that it was okay. That it was okay for her to let it go. That she shared her truth. And that she spoke her truth. And that it mattered. I held space for her. I listened to her. And as I did, I could feel the shift. I could feel the shift as the weight of that was lifted. As the weight of that pain and those secrets were able to disappear. And so I was able to release that grief, not only for her and not only for me, but for my entire bloodline. Having to, feeling like we have to be quiet, keep our mouths shut, not share our truth, not share what happened to us. So there was a lot of, of sacral energy that was released, uh, sacral healing that was done, as well as throat chakra healing. This, this was very needed for me at this time, as well as my entire ancestral line. And that is what I saw. After I was able to hold space for that ancestor, hold space for that story, and we released that pain, I could feel the shift, and I came back. And I've had a few other, I had a couple other experiences that were similar, but that was definitely the most vivid, the most detailed, the most impactful and significant and that is definitely the one that I want, I wanted to share with you guys. So if you found this episode helpful and it's inspired you to do your own work and your own healing through your ancestors, then I'm super excited for you. I would be happy to answer any questions that you have. Again, this was a spontaneous thing for me. So, um, I feel like if your intention is right and you're ready to commit that you can have the same experience that I did. So, um, I hope that you all have a wonderful day and I hope that you all do your own personal healing as well as your own ancestral healing. This is for anyone who resonates with this podcast and is interested in more spiritual content. Have you checked out the Chasing Spirituality community? Well, you can find out more on my website, ChasingSpirituality.com. But this community is a wonderful place for you to meet like-minded people, but also be supported in your own authentic expression as you go on your spiritual journey and you learn more about fascinating topics as well as exercise your own spiritual and intuitive gifts. We have lives every single month. There's meditation videos and courses and tons of extra bonus content and videos. So if you're interested in more content, please go check that out. We would love to have you.